This is Bridging the Gap with Love, Episode 1. Bridging the Gap with Love is a podcast about our own stories and experiences with adoption, while hoping to provide education and support for birth moms, potential birth moms, and anyone with a connection to the world of adoption. Hi guys, welcome. Um, I'm Heidi Brower. I'm Jessica Johns. And we are so excited for you guys to join us on our very first episode together. Uh, This has been kind of, I would say a few years in the making, but we didn't really realize it until just a couple weeks ago. And so we are so excited. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this project that we feel so passionate about. We're really excited about it. So um, my family and I just moved from Washington State to the St. Louis area um, in Missouri for my husband's job. And I would say maybe a year or so ago, I decided to come out with a podcast and it only got four episodes in because um, that's just how my brain works sometimes. But I've always felt like there's been something more that I was supposed to do trying to go down this birth parent adoption route. And I'll tell you guys why a little in a, in a little bit, but I've really felt like it was something that I was supposed to do, but I never really could figure out how to bite the bullet on it. So November of 2021, my family and I moved to St. Louis from Washington state and I met Jessica, I would say just a few days after, well, a week after I moved here. I met Jessica on my Facebook page. It says that I'm a birth mom and on Jessica's Facebook page, she was talking about, um, having kids through adoption. And I was just like, she's going to be my friend. (laughs) So so we, uh, just instantly connected. This has just become something that we, I think always kind of knew that we wanted to do, but we didn't really start talking about it until a couple weeks ago. And so here we are. Yeah. So, and I kind of have a similar background. I've been feeling the nudge for a few years to share my feelings and our story of adoption. I have three children all through adoption and we have open relationships, open adoptions with our kids' birth mothers. And it has been the most beautiful, rewarding experience for our family. And it's something that we want to share. And I've wanted to share their story, our story, but just never been able to get anything off the ground. And um, one of the reasons I feel like Heidi and I are in each other's lives is so that we can share our feelings and experiences about adoption. Totally agree. So I just a little bit about ourselves. I am a, well, I'm a wife. I've been married. (laughs) We just celebrated 17 years. So married 17 years. We have four kids. I am um, a birth mom. So I, that means that I placed a baby for adoption 20 years ago. She just turned 20 years old, which is crazy to me. Uh, so you'll learn a little bit more about her, you know, as we go on and tell a little bit more about, you know, our stories, but so yeah, the, being a birth mom has always just been a part of basically my adult life mm-hmm. and who ever meets me. I just feel like it's just kind of important for them to know that this is who I am. And I get a lot of times people are like, I just can't believe that you share so much, but I really feel like if you want to know me as a person, you have to know my story as being a birth mom. 
So, and now, like I said, we're living in the St. Louis area and we love it so much. And my husband works for Boeing and I am doing this and also a CrossFit coach. That's a pretty big deal. I'm happy about that. Yeah, that is a huge deal. That's something we don't share in common. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. We have lots of other things in common. Yeah, when I first saw that Heidi was moving into our area, I you know checked her out on Facebook and yes. noticed one of the first things that she mentioned about herself is that she's a birth mom. And I just loved how open and honest she was about that. And we just immediately connected. We started messaging on Facebook and adoption just was an instant connection for us. So a little bit about me. Um, my husband, Jared, and I have been married for almost 14 years. We have two daughters that are nine and a half years old and a son who's three and a half years old and all came into our, our lives through adoption. And we, since the very beginning, have loved to share our story with others online and whoever we meet. So that's a little bit about us. We've been here in the St. Louis area for about two years. My husband works for Mercy as an ER doctor, and I'm at home with our kids and also working on an MBA on the side, and now this passion project. Just an MBA on the side. Well, you know, a little bit of, a <laughs> little MBA. <laughs> Not something I'm doing. <laughs> There's one more thing we don't have in common. That's right. She wants to continue her education, and I just want to learn more about how the body works through fitness. So and Just share it all with me when you're done. Yeah. All right, so we we talked a little bit about what you know what brought us to this point and i think it's kind of funny jessica and i often talk about how finding a new friend is a lot like dating where <laughs> we're trying to find out a little bit more about each other and then like oh does she want to talk to me does she want to hang out but I, when i say that i think that we both had this on our hearts for a while we've like been friends since for six months we're yeah. almost coming up on our six month anniversary yeah <laughs> we've been dancing around this topic for a while <laughs> but we've but we've I had this in common and literally what like a week and a half ago we just both got on the phone we were just talking and somehow it got brought up like we need to do something with this yeah and it all just kind of flowed flewed what's the word yeah that's correct <laughs> one of those she's the she's the master student <laughs> oh, whatever <laughs> but um i don't even remember who brought it up but it was both just it just felt very natural of like Yes, I've been thinking about this for a while. She'd been thinking about it for a while. And we just decided, let's just dive in. And this is an area that we are both really passionate about. And we want to be able to help birth moms, help families out there who are in the adoption world to know that you can have such a beautiful relationship with each other. Yeah. Right? Like as Jessica as an adoptive mom and me as a birth mom, we want to help people realize that you can have a beautiful relationship and really it's all about family it right? is. and love. And, you know, we came up with this, this name of bridging the gap with love because sometimes the world likes to portray adoption stories as birth parents over here on one side, adoptions on one side. And then the adoptee, the person that was adopted kind of somewhere in the middle being, you know, whatever. And we thought that it was really important to share that, through love, through really um, trying to focus on, you know, the connection and the relationships and being open and honest and vulnerable, how you can absolutely bridge that, that gap. And there doesn't really even need to be a gap, no. right? What do you think? No, I, I totally agree. And I feel like we are both pretty privileged in our relationships with um, adoptive parents and birth parents to be able to have and navigate these relationships. And we recognize that not everybody's story looks like that. All right. adoptions are so unique. And um, I think 
one thing that brings us together as adoptive and birth parents is that we really want to do what's best and healthiest for our children. Yes. I'm not real researchy, but what I've heard and what I've felt in our family is that openness and being open and honest from the very beginning with our children about who they are, where they came from, and how much love and sacrifice was put into the decision to place them in our home has just helped my children feel like they have a huge family that's rooting for them and that supports them and that loves them. It's just been such a blessing to have more people, more cheerleaders, more family in our life. Um, It's something that is just a part of our daily conversation. Yeah, I love that. I love how you said that it's about the child because really, ultimately, that's what it is. And that's always been my focus was it was always about my birth daughter, always about her and what her parents felt was right for her and trying to navigate that and kind of like... I was able to feel my own feelings, but also when I kept her at the forefront, I think that's what's really helped us be able to build this beautiful relationship and family. And and again, I like that you said that every story is different because I think that we want to really approach this podcast and this project with knowing and understanding that every story is different. Every, there there is a commonality in adoption. Birth moms have a commonality but it's also very much everybody has a different story. And I think that, you know, throughout this podcast, we'll probably share a lot of those stories. And, um, but when we, a lot of what our experience comes from is from our own stories, but that doesn't mean that anybody else's story is wrong or um, not valid because everybody's story is absolutely valid from what they went through. Yeah. And what they're still going through. Because I think one of the misconceptions is that because I have a family, and I'm married, that my life is, that I've gone on and in a, in a sense, sure, that have I been able to move on? Yes, but not really, right? Because right. there's still a part of me who's out there and, you know, and I think about it all the time. And, you know, that's another episode that we will do is talk about questions, misconceptions, a lot of things that we kind of hear a lot as being on this side of adoption, both for both of us. And so that will be, um, I think, a fun episode to kind of go through and just kind of talk about what's a lot of things that people think about. Yeah. And maybe we could provide some clarification, at least from our point of view. Yeah. I think one thing that's been interesting just in my experience is that a lot of times adoptive parents are kind of looked at as like these heroes that swoop in and rescue these children. And um, that's really not been exactly the case for my family. Adoption was the only way we could grow our family. And so the way we viewed adoption was these birth moms were giving us the opportunity to become parents. They were doing something for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. And so it has just from the very beginning felt extremely natural to share our lives and our children with them because they gave us a gift that we couldn't give ourselves. And so in my opinion, birth moms are the heroes and they need a lot of support and a lot of love because the amount of sacrifice and the strength of the decision that they made and have to continue to make each day to show up for their, their children is it's just huge. And so I hope that we can do that and really showcase the ways that birth parents and birth moms, especially are heroines in this story. Yeah. Thank you. That, (laughs) That always means a lot. I have met a lot of birth moms in my, the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. And 
it always feels weird saying this because I'm, I'm one of the birth moms, but I have met some of the strongest, most incredible women I have ever met. I have met women who chose to place their baby when their baby was two or three years old. Wow. And that I cannot imagine. Again, same story-ish, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We both gave our child to somebody else to raise, but sometimes I feel like her heart-wrenching decision was way harder than mine. And it's really hard, um, not hard, it's very therapeutic to talk to other birth moms and to feel like you have somebody who understands. And I think that that was another underlying theme of, not underlying theme, but like purpose of why we wanted to do this because there's a lot of birth moms out there who feel very alone. Right. Because it's not a natural human thing to do no. to give your child, your baby no. to another person. And so there's not a ton of us out there, but those that are out there, I feel really need the support and they need to know that they're not alone. And they need to know that there are people who understand and know what they've gone through and understand the heartache and the fact that you do think about your child every single day right? and that you do want what's best for them because you did have to make that ultimate decision. So I hope that through this, that we'll be able to help at least one other birth mom out there who just needs to feel like she's heard or understood or. Yeah, I totally agree. This is something that I wish existed years ago when we were navigating this early relationship with our birth moms, with our children's birth moms, just a place to go where they felt understood and seen and that their decision was validated and um, applauded. Th that needs to happen. Yeah. So I'm excited for that opportunity yeah. to. I, I think that a lot of times birth moms become the forgotten part of the equation. Right. And, and I don't think it's anybody's means to, I just think it's natural. Like, you know, yeah, because the birth moms are the ones that hand their baby over to somebody else and then they have to go home and still right. feel all of the physical effects of just having a baby. Yeah. And then the emotional and hormonal, just because you give your baby to somebody doesn't mean that all of that goes away. That would have been real nice I bet. <laughs> to not have uh, all of those physical and emotional and hormonal issues right after. You know, and then I did have support shortly right after, but sometimes girls don't. You know, I just think that there's still times when like you feel this wave of emotion and you're like, where did that hit me? Yep. My child is 20. Why, you know, my, where did this all of a sudden come from? But sometimes it does. I feel like it's a different kind of grief yeah. where it ebbs and flows and it waves. And so I think it would be awesome to help people just kind of navigate those feelings too. And just know that you're not forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you are important. Your story is important. And, you know, I, I know how you feel. Yeah. So, and all those beautiful feelings of pain and grief and sorrow are just as valid as the appreciation that you might have for the adoptive family yes. or the love and gratitude that yes. you have. Like, I think sometimes we get this idea that you only have one set of negative emotions about something or a set of positive emotions. And that's really not true. I think one of the trickiest but most rewarding things about this adoption space is that you're navigating both sides. Oh, yeah. You have feelings of grief and loss and sorrow that come in and come out. And then you also have feelings of just like complete joy where your heart feels like it's going to burst open. Yes. And I have those too as an adoptive yes. mom and they're amazing. But I also can look into the eyes of my child's birth mom and see a little bit yeah. of pain and a little bit of sorrow. And that's all there too. Yep. And um, learning to communicate about those feelings, accept them and um, 
be willing to enter that space and enter that relationship, even though it can be hard, it can be awkward, it can be painful. It can also be so beautiful yeah. and such a rewarding relationship. Um, the relationships that I have with Jessica and Danielle, my kids' birth moms, are some of the most beautiful relationships that I have in yeah. life. And I'm just so grateful for those. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because I get that a lot. People are like, well, is it hard for you to see her? Is it hard for you to like be around her mom? And I'm like, no. I mean, and yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like both. It's like the, I love when I would see her pictures when she was baby. I love seeing that she was taken care of. I love seeing that she was happy. I love seeing the smiling faces. I love, um, and then when I got to like see her in person, I'd love to see her call her mom, mom mm. and mommy and like love on her and have that beautiful relationship with her. I loved knowing that she was just having the best life ever that I knew I couldn't provide for. Her. And, you know, even the past few years, we've been able to see each other every year. And it's a beautiful story it, that is like hard to, it's so hard to explain Yep, the beauty and the pain that is all encompassing because mm -hmm. it's that gratitude. It's that joy that I feel, but then also I walk away and I'm like, like my heart, there's still a piece of me that's not with me at all times. Right. And so it is, it's very, it's can be very confusing, but it's very valid. All of the feelings on all sides of it is very valid. It's, it's interesting. And I hope that we're able to, through this podcast, explore more of those and yeah. explore maybe other people's stories through that. And I don't know, I don't know how to, sometimes I don't know how to communicate how I feel because, because it's, it's a it's, lot. It's very complex. Yeah. But it's beautiful and it can be beautiful. Yeah. And I have a really good relationship that is continuing to grow with my birth daughter, Alex and her, her family. Yeah. I, I think, I think we just kind of want to combat to the, the stories and images that we get of adoption that it is prevalent, like in TV and media. Um, Adoption, especially over the last 20 years, has come a long way. way. And there is openness in almost every adoption yes. now, um, except under certain circumstances. And so I think just giving a glimpse into our stories and our relationships will hopefully help to educate what adoption can look like. Yep. And ours isn't a perfect story. It was a roller coaster for me, at least in some ways, but, but it's so worth all the effort. Oh yeah. It's worth all of it. And yeah. it's, um, there's a lot of rewarding experiences for everyone involved. I think somebody described it as like this perfect triangle of love. Yeah. We're seeing that in our family yeah. with, with our relationships with our children and their birth parents. And yeah, it's fun. And I, I do think I do, because like you said, it has changed a lot in the last 20 years. Like I was first told certain policies that were in place and it was very closed. I mean, there were very few things that we knew about each other. And then there was this kind of like lineup of when we would receive letters and pictures and all of that stuff. And then kind of after year three, it was going to supposed to go all away. Right. <laughs> you know, just, it's interesting to see how much it has evolved, but I also don't want to forget about those who had placed 20 years. That's right. Before mm -hmm. where they might still be navigating this very delicate relationship and trying to figure out now their children are adults. So now you have two adults trying to navigate, you know, this whole thing, more than two adults, I guess, because it really involves everybody. Yeah. And so I want to be able to try and help be a support for those who are also still trying to navigate, like how maybe if I didn't have a relationship at all with them over the past, 
however many years, how would I navigate starting that now? Right. You know, and like we said, we're not experts in this, you know, we're not therapists, we're not counselors, but we are two women who have this bond of how adoption has blessed our lives. And that's just the kind of support that we want to offer. And we both have really beautiful relationships and we want to just help support those out there who need that support. And even if you're not a birth mom or you are not any part of the adoption community, I just think it's so important for people to be aware of this community and, and what people are going through and how they can help support because it's just, can, it can just be beautiful. I agree. And to me, it has relevance, like our adoption stories and learning to navigate these fragile relationships. To me, this is what family is all about. It's, yeah. it's not always clean cut. It's a little bit messy. It can be a little bit chaotic, but aren't all our families like that in some ways? And it's worth it. It's worth the work to, to try to navigate those relationships because even if they're not perfect and even if there's awkwardness or discomfort along the way, like having family is better than not having that family. Yeah. So no matter what it looks like, to yeah. me, this is just a story of family. Yeah, I totally agree. We have um, a couple, maybe one episode coming up eventually in a few weeks that really just is going to talk about misconceptions, answering questions. So if you have questions, you can message us on Instagram at bridging.the.gap dot with dot love. Look at me. It's a lot of words. Very good. <laughs> we'll also put that in the, um, the notes section of the show, but, uh, for you to be able to message us, let us know how you, if you have questions, maybe you are somebody who knows a birth mom or an adoptive couple or an adoptee and just have questions, or maybe you have no idea about the adoption world and you just, you know, want to know. So let us know those uh, questions if you have any, but thank you again so much for joining us. And we hope that you will continue to join us and share this with those that you think might want to know more. Sounds great. I'm excited. It's going to be yeah, a fun ride. I think so too. <laughs>